This podcast is brought to you by Touch a Life. Welcome to Business Influencers. Hope everyone is having a great week. We are so excited again to report that again, the show continues to grow in terms of listeners each and every week. And that's because of you. And again, it's because of you that we are always excited to bring back new subject uh, experts that come in to share their words of insights and, and experiences to help move your business and personal success to the next level. We highly encourage you again, because this show is designed around you and how we can move you forward. So any input that you can provide us in terms of content, and experiences that you would like to see that can relate to where you're going, we'd be more than happy to investigate that to make sure we bring in the right uh, people and the right subject matter content that is going to serve you forward. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types, an opportunity to reconnect with old people that you haven't seen in a long time, plus meeting new people for the first time. This is a membership program, meaning that it takes all the noise out of social media without all the notifications. This is an opportunity now to you know provide and connect content that is genuine to what is important to you. And again, taking out all the notifications so that you get to come in on your time. This also offers a wide array of different services that normally would not be available to you as a non-member. And again, lots of things here that can serve you to move your business and career to the next level. Feel free to check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, we have a great show for you today. I love this topic that we're gonna be talking about. As everybody knows here, we're always about progress and motion developing people and it's through development that we grow and expand to be and become more we're going to be talking about human or excuse me holistic human development now think about that holistic human development we're going to be looking at a 360 degree view of what that means today and we have a great subject matter expert here who's going to be sharing her knowledge in this area her name is nichelle boland and before i introduce nichelle nichelle we're going to give her a little background She's an adaptable professional known for developing high-performing teams, identifying leveraging individual strengths, and leading by example to deliver value to all stakeholders end-to-end. She possesses a strong affinity for identifying waste redu- uh, reduction opportunities and processes, procedures, and policies strategic- strategically aligned to improve process efficiency and customer relations. Her ability to cultivate raw talent while managing multiple projects simultaneously earned her the moniker Solution Expert. We love that. Today, she leads initiatives encouraging fellows to bring their authentic beings, increasing a sense of community, recognizing value, and promoting visibility for internal growth opportunities. And without further ado, we welcome Nichelle Boland to the show. Nichelle, how are you doing today? Hey, Chris, thank you. After that, I, I feel exhausted, but but energized. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we always love to give a grand entrance to our subject matter experts, and we so appreciate you and everything that you do. So, you know, let's take a look at what, you know, what human development is. We, you know, we we know there's human resources and, you know, there's personal development and professional development. We've heard of those terms. Let's talk about human development, but from a holistic standpoint and what that means to companies that are really looking to make a difference and grow and scale in their industries. 
Yeah, it's good to ask that question because when I think about it, um, I go back to where we were, you know, two years ago, right? Two years before the pandemic, um, we were trying to figure out that balance between work-life balance and what was this paradigm that we talked about. And then the pandemic hit and all of those things converged upon each other. And so what you had happen is you had all of a sudden, you had households that were managing their business lives at the same time as they were, I don't know, teaching their child a math problem or reading a science project to their child in the background while they were still conducting business. And so from a business perspective, we had to go, what does a true relationship for leadership look like now? Um, I've got to look at the mental mindset. I've got to look at the physical mindset. Of course, I've got to work on those key objectives so we're delivering best in class to our clients, but I've got to look at the person at a holistic level. What do I need to give them so that they can be their best selves? And personally, does that mean that I adjust their work schedule? Do I look at maybe not going back full remotely into the office? Do I look at a hybrid model because of the diagram that they have now? And so there are all these facets that we look at and it's no longer just how do they come to work? Because before we would say, leave your home life, your personal life at the door. Mm. Now we say, bring your whole self. Because when you yes. bring your whole self, then you are actually engaging the environment in different ways. And you, you're giving creativity so that you can be authentic in what you do. I agree. And you're, you're so right. I mean, like two years ago, how everything changed because we were all working from home and, you know, and people, you know, that was a big thing for some people. Some people that have done it, they, you know, they were able to adapt and there were other people that had to really adapt. But this is the reality now. And so what are some of the things that you can suggest, you know, based upon what has happened for, you know, what organizations can do right now to really do a better job in terms of really helping uh, develop people from a you know from a holistic standpoint that would it start with awareness programs that type of thing it can definitely be a awareness program like um i have a program and you know this um at our organization um that we call it the talent succession program and the talent succession program is something that came out of a need from literally listening to our people um rather than making an assumptions about what they need we asked them what were they needing and they said hey I understand I have this big organization that I work for, but I don't know the different diagrams. I don't know the different facets and the different verticals that we have. And then you want me to be in leadership, but I don't necessarily have the skill development that I need. And so we have a mentorship program. It's a two-phase program. We put them through some basic essential skills. People would call them soft skills. Um, our leader calls them, and we agree, essential skills people leadership, personal effectiveness, modernizing operation, diversity and inclusion, a key that goes across any field, storytelling. Can you be a good storyteller? Can you captivate the audience and actually do it in such a way that you give them meaningful insight? Once we get through with that, we actually go into a one-to-one -one model project where now we're having them mentor one-to-one -one and we're defining those career paths and we're giving them a hand and a guidance from someone who's been there and can give them guidance into their role. And then we give them an opportunity to apply that, a practicum where they actually go in and do a job shadowing and see if this is something they really wanna do. And then if not, they're not actually making that jump and regretting it. So holistically, as they go through the process, each step, they're defining their own path and we're just their guide there. And the key is 
they're in the driver's seat. We just guide them and give them the roadmap. I think that is fabulous. And I always find that when you can, you know, when you can empower people and be resourceful, you, you're, like you said, you're giving them the, the keys to the car to, you know, drive down their lane. And, and th- yeah, yeah, you could provide maybe uh, uh, some directions and a roadmap, but it's still ultimately going to be them driving the car and figuring out if that's the path they like to go down so that you're empowering them to take charge of that and decide if this, this works for me or this doesn't work for me and vice versa and to find out what works best for them. I think that's a great thing instead of just assuming, speculating and saying, hey, this is the way to go. Would that be safe to say? That would be 100% safe to say. And I think the other part of that is not everyone is ready to move today. Yeah. Um, And there are only so many positions where you can be promoted. So we also look at internal movements. Maybe you can transition that career because we talked about this, I believe, in a session I had with you recently. Yes. Transferring that knowledge. What is transference? Can I get that may be a different role? If I'm someone who is intellectual and maybe if I'm working on the front line, maybe I can look at a research options or I can look at R&D or I can go into L&D. So how can I transfer that knowledge? Because being stagnant is not good for anybody. Yeah. But if I know there's a path and I'm not ready for it, why not work myself so that when the position becomes available, I'm ready and capable and I have the skill set. Yeah. And like you said, sometimes it doesn't have to be the actual, you know, the like the title or like something above. It could be a lateral move, even if it's even for a short time but it allows them to transfer those skills to something else that even might be even better suited for them. And they might find that, wow, this is it. I, I don't I don't care about the other. I, I'm I'm great right here. I can grow in this role and really be a value and still get, you know, you know, get a raise and get bonuses, whatever that may be based upon the organization. It is key. I mean, I have my mentors now. I met one of my mentors today and he had a job shadowing session um, where he was there with a frontline manager. He goes, I can do this. And, and and just to see that that onus and that recognition that, hey, these are skills that I have and I didn't even realize that I could apply them in this manner. And so it's really about empowering that individual to realize I didn't give you anything, but I just opened the door so you could see what you already had. Yeah. Uh, because there's so much that we have inside of us, but because we're not showcasing it, because it's not being called out, it's not being identified, we need others to show us and then once we see it, we can actualize and self-actualize what we need to so that we can be our very best selves because that's our goal is to help them become the full potential of who they want to be in this environment as we make the world better for others. And that's just what we do. Yeah, I, I love that. And just like you said, I mean, there, there, these people, we all have lives. We have families, we have certain things. and. And, we, and the reality is we have to be able to, you know, juggle these things and not everybody's going to be on the same page, same levels, and certain people might be ready to take on more responsibly versus others. But this is a way to kind of give them that autonomy and and put them in, the, like you said, the driver's seat to allow them to, you know, you know, steer where they're going based with the right resources. What would you recommend, like, you know, if, if, if you have, like, people that uh, develop talent, people that are in an HR role that are hearing this, but perhaps this is the first time that they're hearing about, you know, holistic human development for the first time. 
what would be some of the things would be that first step that you, you might recommend that they check, you know, look into in their in their situations? I think a pulse check is probably key. Um, first start with a pulse check. Once you have an idea of what everyone is saying and whether that be listening system sessions or whether that be you go through and do just a Bakets form survey. And then once you do that, start to really see the individual, um, see their opportunity, stop seeing where they are, but seeing the capability. And then look at defining some key objectives, some what we call low hanging fruit that you can hit immediately. Uh, what are some things that we can do today? Whether that be, can I start to pair them with buddies to do one-to-one -one sessions? Um, can I create additional continual learning educations if I don't really have a construct in place? Uh, can I actually start to have some sessions and doing coffee sessions with leaders? Um, so that they realize that you are a part of them and you're not separated from them. Because the other part of it is, am I included? Yes. Because think about it, you know, if, if I don't feel included or I feel like there's a separation from where I am to management or upper management, I'm probably not going to be more likely to open up to what really is important to me or even open up to anything that I think could add value to the organization, you know, because I feel like, well, they don't, they're, they're not interested in hearing me anyway. So what's what's the use? But when you can create that environment, like you said, where you can create these coffee sessions or these things where you're bringing people together and there's no walls to separate people, people are more likely to open up if they feel related to and understood on whatever level that is. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about trust, right? If I trust you, then I'm gonna be more engaged to share with you. And the more I share with you, the opportunity for us to develop solutions to things we didn't even realize we needed a solution to become full forward. Take my program. When we started this program, it was not like this. It was literally a six month program and we put you through the sessions, but there was no off ramp. But we got a lot of feedback because that's the key. And I keep saying this is that listening. We had got a lot of feedback that was like, okay, you've developed me, now what? Okay, you're right. So that's why we've added the job shadowing and that's why we're working with our talent team that will actually help them with eternal movements or promotions. And we are asking them if you're okay with that because the key is buy-in. Don't make assumptions. Just because this works specifically for my group, it may not, you may need to tweak it for your group. Yeah. Um, your audience may be different than ours. And so make sure that you're, as you go through the process, you're agile. I love agility, right? That, and that's a big, that's a big term in, in any industry right now. The agile agility. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it's like, this is this, there is nothing fixed in stone. Um, old project managers, like we had everything laid out. There is nothing fixed in stone. We can adjust. So be agile. If they say, you know what, that's not working. Can we transition and maybe have more insights? So we have these capsules now where we come in and do an educational segment. So you are now able to see every group. So we come in and we go, these are the characteristics that you need. These are the mindsets for these individuals. These are the things that they're studying now so that you have some insight and then you can prepare yourself in a better way. Giving them the tools and the roadmap will stop what I love to call the great exes and create the great homecoming because people don't leave places that they're happy, that they're valued, and that they're seen and rewarded for what their contributions are. No. People leave 
when those are gone. I, absolutely, and I agree. And sometimes would it be safe to say, you know, it, it all depends upon the industry, the company, and you know, a lot of di- there could be different factors. But it's not always about the money. Like I'm not making enough money. Yeah, people, you know, require to make money in order to live and keep up with inflation. But it's not always just the money. It, again, it's that feeling like they're included. They're, they, they feel related to, they feel heard. They're able to tap into those things that they're really good at versus what they're not good at. And that environment can be more important than just like, how much money am I gonna make, you know? And then be miserable. It can. And the other part is, how are you taking care of my well-being? Because remember, we're talking about being holistic. So yeah. do you give me time off? Um, and when I say that, do you actually give me the time not have it in my policy but when i need to exercise it i can't utilize it do you actually give me time off so that i can recoup okay so that mentally i can regain that that awareness and be at my top of my game and not deplete it um if i come to you with a concern are you listening to me or are you already ready to give me a solution on why something isn't going to work Mm. Um, are we staying with the status quo when the reality of it is, is that we need to be emergent in our thought process? What are we doing that is slightly different than what we did before? Because let's be honest, 2024, which is where we're headed, will look nothing like 2020 simply because of the pandemic. Our life has changed. We will never. I'm talking to you now at home, but I'm at work. And that is just the way we do things now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reality. Our our home offices or wherever wherever that may be in your home, they are they are now the the either the either your office at work or the extension of your office where you spend a lot of your time. What I loved what you shared, Nichelle, is that you know a lot of companies have to be flexible. They have to be patient, knowing that when they implement these these this holistic approach, they can start to measure and see. Is, is my is the retention going up? Is there less as, a, absenteeism? Is there are people seem to be more engaged and more productive? Are there ways that you know again we can track these things to see if these if this holistic approach is actually helping to move the needle for the for the organization overall because people are happier and more engaged with that flexibility. You're right about that because those, it's funny you said that those are something that we're tracking in our program. And currently, I think um, I looked at it the other day, three months out, we were at 57% um, when it came to promotions. And we six months out, we were at 69% when it came to promotions. And then when we looked at our retention, we were up to about 70% wow. in retention from that group because they're engaged and they're loving what they're doing. They found that passion because that's the key, the word that we haven't used here yet, but they found that passion that what makes them happy. So as we like to say, their mission aligns with the company mission or they found where they can find symbiosis and then work for us that for the betterment of themselves in the organization. Yeah, I love that. Like you said, they, they're able to find that, that purpose or why in what they do. It's just not what they do anymore. Like I hear this is what I got to do. It's a, there's a why to it. it gives them a sense of purpose, something to look forward to each day and grow and knowing that the company supports that and so on. So I, I love that. What do you feel like in terms of the holistic approach? Is this something that is periodical? Is it something that's quarterly or you know something that you believe that should be on an ongoing basis? to really see the reap the rewards of how this develops people and how it moves 
you know, the, the organization to a whole new level? Great question. Um, in all honesty, I think this is something that's here to stay. It, yeah. It's, it's kind of like what we do when you wake up. That should be a part of what you do. Yes. Uh, you should come in with the holistic approach. When I sit down with someone, how can I meet your needs holistically? Because three, honestly, and I talked about this before in one of my mentorship classes. When I look at an individual, if I'm hungry, I'm not listening to anything you have to say because I'm mentally thinking about how hungry I am. But if you start that conversation out and you feed me, now that need is no longer there. You have solved for that need and I can listen to you. Yeah. That's what holistic means. Yes. What are all the needs that are forbidding you from being your very best self? And then as an organization, how can I help you actualize that or remove barriers to your success? That's it in a nutshell. Yeah. I love that approach. Again, you know, it's not assuming and speculating. You're 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 listening, you're relating. And it doesn't mean that it's going to be a hundred percent, especially if you have like thousands and thousands of employees, but but if it's in that ballpark and you're and you're helping to really meet them where they are and where that need is, it's so powerful. I love what you did what you're doing there and 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 that and you you're you're dropping so much wisdom here with the uh, listeners that are what would be like okay if you all the things that we've shared so far that you've shared here what would you say would be you know the the first like yeah, I know you mentioned awareness but like besides like awareness what would be like the first thing to kind of get the buy in from you know uh, uh, the heads of an organization whether it's the CEO you know the board uh that type of thing depending upon the size of the organization I think the key is, is the outcome. What is the business impact, right? Um, and in this case, it's retention, which every organization is struggling with, um, is to keep the best talent. Um, and then the secondary thing is going to be looking at the wellness of your organization um, holistically. Um, your organization starts to feel different. The energy is different. And you, you've all been to that place where you walk into an organization and you can immediately tell that from the top down, the culture is debilitating. But you've also been in those organizations that the minute you walk in and everybody is pumped and lively because they are happy to be at work. So it's guarding your brand by guarding your people and I like one of the things that we did is we introduced free or complimentary subscriptions to Headspace. And yeah. so all of our employees get Headspace for their wellness. I and think that's I a like great that. thing. I mean, because I mean, Headspace, you can access it right from your phone, Android or iPhone or even you know website, whatever you prefer. And there's like, I would say there's probably there's everything for some, I mean, there's something for someone there. They're going to identify with some resource there that's gonna help them personally and so on. What, in, in terms of communicating this, I'd like to, you know, kind of look at this, like in communicating this to the people to help, you know, create awareness that, that show them what we, the organization's doing to help develop them. And what do you feel like is the best, how is the best way to do that? Cause I know some people perceive things in certain ways and there's different generational types and how they process information. But what do you find universally works pretty well you know, communicating this to to people to take advantage of it. I think you meet them where you are, right? Everyone is always about WIFM, what's in it for me. Um, and so you, you show them what's in it for me. And we have to get out of this cookie quarter um, communication approach. You're gonna have to segment it out for the, and parse it 
for the different audience that you have. Um, we are a international company. And so a lot of our communications are parsed out in several different languages, same message, but different languages so that we're recognizing our audience, right? And then the secondary thing is after you become aware, action, follow through with what the awareness reveals, actualize on it, produce what they say they need, whatever those needs are and then follow through because the quickest way to kill any movement is to start everyone height and then fail to follow through. Absolutely. And that's the biggest problem that I see a lot of organizations make is that they, they get it set up, they get you height, they yeah. get you engaged, and then there's nothing, it's crickets. And so sitting on the outside, it's like, are you really serious about my holistic development? And if you're really serious about it, are you giving me time doing my shift to develop? Because that's key. Or am I required to do all of this outside on my own time? Because the difference is if you give me space while I'm working, doing shift, especially for our shift workers, because we have many of those. If you do that doing shift, then you're telling me that you care about me holistically. If you're asking me to do it externally, then once I get what I'm trying to achieve, I'm probably going to take it elsewhere because you didn't give me the space to develop doing your time as well. And so that's another thing. Yeah. You need to I love it. I love what you just shared there. And you dropped so much wisdom here in, in a short period of time and helping those that are listening where this is such an important topic. And I love the fact that, you know, you, you developed a, you know, your own internal program you know, in your organization and it's having so much success. And it's been a pleasure to even be, you know, a part of that on a small level. Have you've included me to help in that side? And and it's just, uh, you're, a, you're an example for so many that will be listening, that are listening and that will be listening to this show. And, and we hope that other organizations will begin to really, you know, really consider the importance, how valuable this investment into their organization and that's into their people. And that you said, the reality is, COVID changed a lot of things and how we do things and it's here to stay and we have to either we're going to adapt and move forward and develop people as a result of it or we're going to get left behind if we choose not to do that <laughs> so to speak and fight fight the fight the not the good fight here fight the bad fight <laughs> retaining good people anything that you would like to close out with Nichelle like anything else that maybe you haven't shared that you'd like to just as a final comment as we uh, near the end of the show. I think as, as we round up on the end, I first want to thank you for this opportunity, for giving me the space to share this, because you know this is a passion and a labor of love for me. Uh, being someone of intersectionality, I've had to go through mentorship, and that's why I am so keen about making sure we get it for people, is EQ. And that's knowing thyself. Because the first step is to know thyself, and that is no different for an organization. Know thyself, and then once you know thyself, you know thy purpose, you know thy values, you can drive that in and create safe spaces for others to do the same. If we do that as a whole, I think that we are ready to skyrocket into places well beyond where we were before COVID-19. Wow, wow, powerful way to end this show. Nichelle, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule. I know working, you're working from home and you got all these things that you're doing from your organization and, and you're, in a, you're just a true example of everything you shared about holistic human development. Thank you for your time today. 
Thank you, Chris. It was a pleasure. And thank you, listeners. I thoroughly enjoyed this experience and I look forward to continuing more with you. Absolutely. And if, Michelle, if there's anything, if anybody would like to reach out to you, get to know you, uh, is there any particular place that's best for them to reach out to you? Probably the best is LinkedIn. Um, I, I have my sign and you feel free to share it. LinkedIn is, is where I do most of my reaching out and you can get me through there as well. So we highly encourage everybody listening and those listening. Again, it's Nichelle, again, like Michelle, but with an N, Boylan, B-O-Y-L-A-N-D. We highly encourage you to reach out to her. She is just a wealth of knowledge in this particular area. So anybody in human resources or anybody that's involved in development of people, this is a person that you definitely like to connect with and have in your network. Thank you again, Nichelle, for everything you do. Listeners, we want to thank you each and every week again joining us here. We can't thank you enough for what making this show what it is today in a short period of time. We've been uh, we're approaching our one year anniversary here with business influencers. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next week and have a great rest of your day. You have just listened to Tall Radio Podcast. For more podcasts, visit www.touchalife.org.